Hi everyone, welcome to Kothabhatta's first episode. Today we'll be talking about how uh, our society glorifies STEM degrees and how if you choose to go into a non-orth- unorthodox pathway, uh, like if you don't want to be a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer, uh, society will look down on you. However, we believe that that's a misconception. And uh, Today, we'll be trying to shed some light on why we think that if you go down an unorthodox pathway, uh, you won't be setting yourself up for failure. I'm joined today with my co-hosts, Ishahak and Nuria Moin, and we'll be trying to shed some light on this and hopefully clarify your doubts about um, why you don't necessarily need to pursue a STEM degree in order to be successful. Hi guys, I'm Nuria and I'm in my third year at UBC. I'm currently studying human geography. And I think in our society, the South Asian community, it's really hard to put yourself out there and, you know, be successful uh, if you're not a STEM degree holder. But I can assure you that if that is what you love, whether it is fine arts, visual arts, or even geography like me, you should definitely pursue what what you love the most and follow your heart because at the end of the day, that is what's going to bring in the cash success in life. <laughs> yeah, that is good. Good advice, Miriam. Yeah. Over to you, Isha. Um, so, hi guys. My name is Isha. So, I'm currently doing a major in public policy and two minors in political science and diaspora and transnationalism. Okay, sure, we get it. You're studying everything your university is Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to make fun of me when I say this. But yeah, so for me, for my degrees are very like unorthodox. Some people don't even understand what I'm studying and it's Weird something flex, that- but okay. No, it's just like they don't even have any idea. It's not like yeah, it's a yeah, like, difficult degree or something. It's just like people don't even understand. Like they don't, they haven't even heard of these degrees, mm-hmm. and um, and it's so like weird. Like it's so like, what do you call? It? Like it's not something that people feel like proud to say that oh, like I studied this or yeah, like, at least I, in like Bengali culture, like yeah, you, they're they're you're like, a doctor, oh, you're like why are you studying this? Like what's it gonna lead bro, to bro i didn't even know what dias- diaspora is like in my like i got to know about it like in my first year like what the hell yeah exactly i also didn't know what diaspora is when i started i learned through taking classes in my first and second year which we'll get talk about more but yeah so i just feel like when i tell people I, this is what i study they're all like oh like what is it even like what is it gonna lead to they think it has no career path nothing like that but I genuinely don't believe that's true like I genuinely don't believe that is the case so yeah like that's just what I think like I think like if you study what you love there's definitely things you can do with it and there's success will come when because you're doing what you love Mm, okay like adding on to that point um when you're going into university you're basically making a commitment to 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 invest four years of your life in it right you're gonna have to study it and um, invest like a huge chunk of your yeah, hours yeah. in every single day and um money. and money obviously yeah. so if you don't like it like you're gonna burn out you're gonna burn out and you're not going to feel motivated 
to get good grades or find opportunities. So it's really important, I believe, that you need to go into something that you can feel motivated to pursue. Yeah. I want to add to that if you're done is that it's really easy like when you go abroad or like even when you're in like that age where we go to university because like it's really easy to stray away if you don't like from studies and like school or whatever if you don't really like what you're doing it's really easy to get sidetracked to get distracted or whatever because you don't enjoy what you're doing you don't like it so you you just give into other things right so I think like if you really don't want that to happen to you it's pretty important to go into something that you love like for me it's like I'm just speaking from my own experience of course like might be different for other people but for me it's like I love what I write my papers on I love reading about the things that I have to do for class and stuff like that I like I enjoy the content of my classes and the work like yeah sometimes the workload is very overwhelming in like the school but that has nothing to do with what I'm learning. What I'm learning, I still enjoy. I still love like the things I learn and the knowledge I get from my degree. I do apply it in my day-to-day life. And I think that's what's important. You don't just learn something to learn it, right? You need to learn it so you can actually like apply it in real life and actually like benefit from it, right? It's not all leading up to a career. I mean, it is obviously, but like you also need to learn something just to like, you know, be able to use it, right? and like have it shape your life and your values and everything so yeah I don't know what you guys think about that I think it's like pretty random but yeah no but I think like the fact that you um got the topic about being open to learning I think also being open-minded when you're getting into college and university because we come from such a bubble in Bangladesh that we're not really exposed to that international community of knowing people from different religions and you know just different backgrounds in general we're usually from the same bubble same people same group same group of 30 people that we know throughout our Mm -hmm. lives so when you go to university um just knowing everyone, the differences, the similarities, and having an open mind when learning different courses is really a big thing. And you don't have to go in with a science major and say that I'm going to study bio, I'm going to take just biomath, biomath, biomath. You take different stuff, you take a balance of courses, you get to know what you're good at, and then basically decide your major. Yeah. Uh, so basically, like, you know, you have, you can just go into university with an undecided major. That was what Nuriel was saying. Like, you don't have to decide from the get-go. You can, like, try your hand at different subjects and find your passion. If you if you haven't discovered one yet, university is a time of exploration. So there's always that. Um, another thing that Isha mentioned is about, um, you know, being able to apply the knowledge you learn in university. Like, a lot of the time, like, in school, you're going to see a bunch of kids asking questions like yeah why do we have to learn the quadratic equation like I'm never going to use that to calculate the slope (laughs) of the traffic code or whatever I still believe that (laughs) yeah right so you're a lot of the time like people aren't motivated to learn at school because they think okay when am I going to apply this knowledge it's not necessary for me this is not a life skill I don't need this when I grow up so what's the point of studying so that takes away from your motivation so when you are in university and you finally get to choose what you're going to study it's really important that you make a right decision here because this is something you're investing a lot of money in it's an expensive thing university and 
if you're just going to study something that you can't put 100% of your time in, it's going to be a waste of your time and money resources. And obviously, it's like four years or three years, depending on where you're, uh, which country you're based in. So yeah, make yeah. a good decision. And the only thing that um, we touched on a little bit and like, you know, Nuria said too, like, you know how I was saying, like, I didn't even understand what diaspora meant. And Nuria was saying, like, you know, like the undecided major thing. Like, I didn't even know what diaspora meant when I was getting into university. And now it's one of my minors. Like, you go, you you go into school your first year and then you take classes and you learn. Like, don't be like closed. Like, if we're closed off and we don't take the courses, like, different courses and we're like oh like like Nuria said like I'm only gonna do bio and chem and physics and math and I'm gonna do my engineering degree or whatever like if you don't explore a little bit in your first year in the countries that you can I don't know about all countries but I know for sure in North America in Japan in Asia's perspective like it was possible to um explore and take different courses like if you have that opportunity 100% do it because you don't know what you'll find you don't know you might just like find something that you absolutely love and even if it's not like your major you can minor in it and like I didn't know what it meant but like when I went to studying it I realized how like like it's so real and how like every day in our life we encounter things related to diaspora or whatever like I'm not going to get into talking about like what it means but like everything and like we just don't understand it but now I can understand it from an academic perspective as well so yeah and then just take courses that you love like I remember taking women and gender studies in my first year like I absolutely loved that course when I was taking the course I remember thinking to myself like oh like I'm a class tiki corvo in the I was making fun of me like what are you gonna do I didn't even tell my parents I took that class until I was done with it like when I took it I didn't even tell anyone because I thought everyone would think I'm so weird and I even thought it was a little bit weird but I still went ahead with it I don't know like what drove me to go ahead with it but I'm so glad I did you like enjoyed it in the I yeah. enjoyed it it was one of the classes that boosted my GPA so much. It was one of the classes I got my highest grade in because I genuinely loved what I was read, like reading and writing about. And then also like I got to know a huge, like an, an amazing faculty at U of T and like a lot of opportunities came in my life. Like, you know, so it's just like, I think like don't be closed off in your first year if you have the opportunity in the country that you're going to like take explore a little take some crazy classes if you don't like it just drop it like you can drop the class if you don't like it yeah just be like open to like taking any and all courses this has it doesn't have to be like a course like a diaspora course that uh isha took but i took arabic i only learned quran like what the hell like (laughs) like i took it because it's like an easy gpa booster but like even you can take arabic or like you know any yeah i took japanese yeah even though it was like a prerequisite for me i had to take it but Mm -hmm. it was language learning is always fun i would say and plus it's like really good for your like memory and brain in general like i felt like when i was learning japanese i was a smarter person now i can't (laughs) say the same (laughs) yeah um you guys brought up like you know the open-mindedness thing quite a few times right um and I think like that dates back to our high school life as well because we were all in very different positions back in high school than the stuff we're studying now so Isha do you want to do the honors on that shed some light (laughs) on your hatred for math (laughs) okay um so ever since I can remember maybe from the sixth grade I hated like math and I was terrible at math and I was 
so bad at it i would not get good grades like i'm not even gonna get into the grades like afia knows she went to school with me but i'm not gonna get into the grades <laughs> oh did i mention that isha used to be my bully <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about this stuff but um yeah so like we um i used to hate math and i was really bad at it i used to hate science subjects like i genuinely did not enjoy it i could not even like study like i'm money bostonada pote and then um i remember that my teachers my parents my friends no one really had much like faith in me that i would be able to do something in fact i'm a teacher i didn't have faith in myself because i thought i was just dumb but that was not the case i just didn't like what i was studying i didn't like what i was being forced to study and i didn't enjoy it and um everyone just thought like you know she's not going to get too far in life she's going to get married you know after she graduates school like you know high school and I'm the like, marriage thing continued just to cut in there like i mean you can pursue a degree and get married at the same time doesn't mean you you can be a failure right yeah, yeah but obviously yeah, for sure but i'm just saying like um like that stereotype right where you're like oh, <laughs> that's really the problem yeah like we conclusion to like the last resort of you marry and get on with your life yeah, yeah. she can't well, like she's not the for anything let's get her married off now oh, that Lord. i think about it it's so absurd right but then yeah so everyone just thought like i was not good at like studies ami portam namar that you know i was one of those people that don't study and like what not right but in now i realize that i actually love studying like i'm i love studying so nerd much. alert oh my god yeah i literally like no joke i'm like a nerd no joke i study so much but i just didn't like what i was studying then i was a kid and i was being forced to study what i don't like and then i remember when i like pore when i started to find out like the whole level like i'm like i started to really put in the work i don't know how things changed for me but like i think i had some teachers that really motivated me i was lucky and then yeah like i started to put in the work i realized that i mean pari like i'm not dumb like i just could i just didn't like what i was doing and then you know and then when i started when i went to my a levels i was literally like oh i don't want to do math like i don't want to take math in my a levels and i remember my school principal vice principal my parents and like the math teacher in the school intervention mode everyone <laughs> had a meeting because they had to convince me to take math and i was like why is wow, this the life they went to literally yeah, like, imagine, the principal and the vice principal met my parents they called my parents in and my parents were obviously stressed because i was we need to do math. something about this girl she's going ah. <laughs> yeah and i remember like everyone was like oh um you have to take math or you're like literally a university they took the bar banai it's impossible kichu hi hoga na life shesh yeah and it's like when the stereotype why are they forcing this on me because actually tiga said they said all of that and then i ended up not taking math either way because i was like i suck at this i'm a shop grades fall curve because of this i don't want to do it and i didn't do it and then i was the only person in my whole school that didn't take math for the a levels as the only person like in what a flex <laughs> yeah and then yeah and then i didn't take it and then like i remember my brother he was at university at that time and he told me like isha it doesn't matter like what they're saying doesn't matter but it was hard for me to believe him then too because when everyone around me is saying like it's so important but i still took the risk because i don't know why like i don't oh, know wow. i feel just being like a taker oh my god yeah at all Yeah. And I just took the risk and like I had good grades by the end of my A level and that's what got me into UFT and that's what got me into studying what I want to study and I can 
proudly say right now that I'm doing well in school without math. And also, I have Hallelujah. no math related <laughs> Like, I'm in my third year. I'm going into my third year. And I have had no math in my university life. School, to do something that I don't like. Like, I don't know why. That's just a thing in Bangladesh where they, like, at the stereotype, and they think this is right. And everyone has to go through the same process. But that's not the case. Oh. But yeah, anyway. All right. So, uh, Nuria, would you like to add something onto that? Um, for me, I think high school was like, like a like a ver- like a version of university because I beat it. Basically, you have to take like uh the various subjects from uh various departments. Like, I'm a science teacher, language, English. And I also took, took visual arts, which I continued in university first year, which was very interesting because I love painting, I realized. But um, yeah, your animal obsession says a lot. That is not painting, but okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's creative. But I think, <laughs> yeah. But I think, uh, for when you're choosing a major or when you're interested in a subject you should definitely definitely when you're interested in anything it doesn't have to be career related you should talk to your parents have meaningful conversations with them and bolba je tumi eta upor interested acho ba tumi eta porcho and what what their thoughts are on this what your thoughts are on this so that you know they know that what you're interested in they know what that whatever they're paying for it's worth it like you're going to become something that you really love and they know and they're helping you so at the end of the day you're parents are going to love you they're going to help you in any way so i'm i just want to say that have meaningful conversations about whatever that's the thing um like our parents fund our education for most of us now unless that's the case so like i feel like how do you think like you get through that like you know um have that conversation and get the message across to your parents all right so i think i need to shed some light on my background before i get into that so basically like my entire school life i studied science and i guess like from the basis of this conversation you can assume <laughs> that i don't study that anymore uh, i am an ir major at uh, tiu tokyo international university which is in japan and that, that's something i never saw myself doing while i was at school and the same thing goes for my parents they did they kind of like thought it was like it came from it was totally left field of me to do that and switch uh like my entire interest basically because like even when i was like in grade six or seven i used to watch like gray's anatomy all day and be like yeah i'm gonna be like Derek <laughs> shepherd and be a brain surgeon woohoo and oh then God. i grew up and realized that that requires 12 more years of education after school is over and i was not looking forward to that and i needed to like go down a career path that was sustainable and feasible for me and something that i could keep myself motivated to pursue in the long term so that's why i uh decided to not pursue science or stem or any of those uh orthodox majors like engineering or being a lawyer or whatever and my parents initially did not take it very well they were like attack why do you want to do this like this uh this was and this was like on me because i did not have those conversations with them while i was going through those internal changes i just uh did not share that about myself no, but then also you 
you also wanted to be a doctor at some point, right? Yeah, I also did want Oh, that. she was hella smart. I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> literally, we internalized it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I I wanted that too uh, for a long time. And that's why my parents were so confused. Like, you wanted that. So that's why we wanted it. But it was like a more of a chicken and egg situation because a lot of the reasons why I wanted it was because they wanted it so badly. They often ended up conflating the two. Like, okay, is it my passion or is it my passion because they want me to, they want it to be my passion, you know? So yeah, when I was like doing A-levels and doing chem and bio and math and all that, it wasn't bad, but I didn't feel like that internal motivation to do that. I wasn't like, I, I don't want to do this for like, 12 more years mm-hmm. like it's going to be a waste for me I feel like my skills and my ideas are better suited for something like international relations where I genuinely enjoy what I that's something I genuinely enjoy studying I'm not going to say I was passionate about Emmy wins <laughs> <That's lame. laughs> but I mean I did organize a few but I wasn't big on them or anything but yeah but yeah, um, the time motto no realization to Asia Porle, you should definitely act on your um don't be like me and start having these conversations earlier because it will like you're you're gonna have to ease your parents into it. Like especially if they're strict on you studying something so, that you don't like want to when study. you when you told your parents, like how did it go? Like how did you convince them? Or like, you know, I feel like that's something like everyone has to do. Okay, so in my case specifically, that period in my life was so hectic, I kind of like blacked out. But from what I remember, <laughs> from what I remember, like my dad was harder to convince than my mom. Like initially, my mom was opposed to it as well. But like she also studied IR at DU. Yeah. So she saw where I was coming from. She was like, wow, my kid wants to study what I studied. <laughs> yeah, this is great, to be honest. At first, she was like, uh... Okay, where is this coming from? Have you gone crazy? It's me. It's me. For me. She was like, is this a phase or something? But no, it wasn't a phase. I was 100% serious. And then, like, I kind of, like, uh, did have some friction with my parents about it for some time. But then, like, I think one of the things that really, um, you know, eased it into them was the fact that I got, like, a hefty scholarship at a university <laughs> that, that so like they were like okay she's done well for herself so <laughs> might as well to go ahead with it like yeah so basically um yeah that helped a lot so I would say like if you're gonna uh you know throw something this big on them you have to bring out the big guns okay you gotta impress them show up and like give them something to not oppose you know so that it's easier for them to digest this very disgusting information <laughs> Not disgusting. <laughs> for me it was like my parents were pretty chill like they don't really give a crap about what I study but for oh, me everyone... oh my god <laughs> another <laughs> weird flex from me yeah. they don't really give a crap about what I study because like they just want me to they do everything yeah and also you're the I second child Isha. you don't yeah it had to do with me being a second child where like they told my brother what to study and my brother was like like didn't like it in the end of the day and like so when it came to my my like what was my turn they were like okay just do whatever you want like we don't want to interfere but for me 
everyone else other than my parents when i tell them like hey i'm studying political science they're like they look the stereotype yeah they're like hey meta to mone onek fast fashion kore ajkal like gula ke mone cancel kora uchit society ki hey oh mone hoy onek kothabartha bole onek fast me they just look at me like that like with their judgmental eyes like what is she going to do with the political science degree and what not But yeah, for me, it's that that was the pressure that I faced. Yeah, I think. But honestly, it's terrible. Yeah, it was similar for me. But also the fact that our parents also had um, non-orthodox degrees. Um, my mom was a fashion designer, and then my mom, uh, my dad was a businessman. Very cool. But um, oh, cool. I think it also yeah. comes from the perspective that because our parents were exposed to that kind of nature, they expected us. Uh, they expected us to also, you know. have an open mind and get into something not you know stem related or even stem related they didn't really push for just one thing that would generally be uh that would generally um uh, be pushed in otherwise in a bengali family yeah um any last words afia yeah acha so i guess like isha touched upon this very briefly but i'm just going to say that You know, uh we talk about like all this passion that you have to have for your degree and everything. And um maybe you don't like studying now or and that might be because you don't like what you're doing obviously. But I'm just going to say that it's really fun to be a nerd in university, okay? You have you're no. going to enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, Henry sure. yeah, and Isha are looking at me like I'm crazy, but no, I know I Isha loves it. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you because I feel like everyone at university is a nerd. Oh no, that's no, that's yeah. It's like glorified there. It's like considered yeah. a good thing if you're a nerd in university. In school you're yeah. like, "Oh, ami porashona kori na, amar one cool." Yeah, I was one of those kids <laughs> in school and then I went to university and I realized that it's cool to be a nerd. It's cool to study. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knowledge is good. Okay? it's good for you your brain yeah. your development but it's also and- some, on some levels weird like i used to everyone's like oh i study at the library till 3 a.m and then i cry myself to sleep and that's cool <laughs> i mean yeah there is like that romant- uh, romanticism of you know studying and burning yourself out to that point yeah. but that's all that's another topic but uh yeah <laughs> But so, I think to I, this one up, passion, love, and your drive is all you need to have a successful life. Uh, not necessarily true. <laughs> There are a lot of factors at play here. But uh, I'll start with um, dream. I don't bring reality into it. Yeah, sorry to shit on your dreams, Maria. They're very not pragmatic. would like to say as closing remarks is that i know it's very difficult to like address this topic in like our society with our parents and stuff but i think just try to be as open as you can and one thing i truly firmly believe is that you're not going to be successful studying something you don't love so if your parents really want you to be successful and if the people around you want it you want you to be successful they will probably in the end agree to it because the only way you're going to be successful is if you're doing something that you love 
and you care about and also people will always talk shit about your major and say weird stuff. yeah it continues for it's us like they're on and on about it till date so it won't change yeah it's the background it doesn't matter mm-hmm. also yeah. opportunities guys take them all yeah do yeah, you want to say what opportunities? Like, oh, I mean, we'll delve into them um, in our later podcast, but mostly like internships or any work you get, like you should get them, take them. Tomar major is related to Hobbana. Just take them, get the work done, meet new people, and that's how you bring the connections and whatever you'll do in the future. Whether and that's how you enhance your skills to become the successful pair, successful person without the STEM degree. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many non-STEM holders, and they're so great at doing what they do. So yeah, we need those. Also, people just closing remarks that STEM degree holders are also pretty great. Like, good job. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not to say that we shit on STEM degree holders or engineers and lawyers. <laughs> those are very, very smart people. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know what we're saying. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. We're almost to the end of of our session last thing i'll say is like don't subject yourself to a life of misery all right yeah. guys Kata Marta Marta out. is out see you guys all right you guys bye see you on the next episode